podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. The Spurs show is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. Listeners across the world and welcome to the Spurs show. Andy Davis here filling in as host and proving that very much like the club we all adore, the Spurs show have no big names in reserve. Lots to talk about this week. The stadium is finally officially open and we didn't mess it up. Huddersfield coming up on Saturday. We will look at our top four hopes and of course the big one. The Champions League is back and we will look ahead to our massive semi-final clash with Juventus as, let's face it, Man City is going to be a walk in the park. Joining me uh, today, we've got football managers Kieran Brennan. Hello, Kieran. Hello, Andy. How are you? Oh, happy to be here. You look happy. <laughs> you look delighted to be here, Kieran. Oh, I don't get invited very many places. Well, so. <laughs> well, this has nothing to do with me, but you're here anyway. Uh, we've also got uh, Premier League TV stats guy, Johnny Blaine. Hello. Bringing the stats today, Johnny. Hello. Uh, first appearance of the season, one more than Vincent Janssen. So nice. Happy with that. Nice. Happy with that. And you're you look in better shape than <laughs> Vincent It's tight. Well. It's tight, but yeah, I'll take that. <laughs> you, 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 yeah. And also, writer and producer, Simon Mayhew Archer. Hi, Simon. Hello. Thanks for having me. It's... The, the pleasure is all the Spurs <laughs> Show podcasts. Um, let's kick off, gents, with the events of last week. Uh, the, the stadium is finally officially open. We had the test events, but the, it's, it's upon us. Who thought we were going to screw this up? Uh, uh, Kieran. I, I'm not sure I thought. I didn't think we were. I feared we were. So the first hour sat there. Fingers crossed, come, please, 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 please. And then just when the goal finally did go in, didn't matter that it was a massive fluke still. Well, they were both odd goals. I mean, it was a huge... I was. I, I convinced myself that we were going to... I hate to use the term spurs this up, but <laughs> yeah. it would have been classic. I, I, everything was aligned for us to screw this up. Yeah. We would have dropped out of the top four. Yeah. As soon as we got a new stadium, it would have all been, been horribly wrong. But we didn't. Was there a huge... Uh, I mean, you you were there, Johnny. Was yeah. there was there a huge sense of relief? Yeah, I think there was. It was. I wouldn't say flat's the wrong word, but I think once the second half started and we hadn't scored, I think people were getting a little bit nervous. I was worried before the game because everyone kept going on about Palace's away record and this and that. They were shit. They did not turn up, and I think it was the perfect game for us in the end. Just a comfortable two 0 win, and later rest any fears that. People were saying, oh, we shouldn't move and all this sort of should have stayed at Wembley, which I disagreed with. It was nice to just get a comfortable 2 0 win and tick it off. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you say Palace didn't turn up, but it's part of that that the stadium did, did, did lift, lift the team. Yeah, we played well, and I think it was their captain, I think it might have been uh, Tompkins. They, we made him stand out there for 10 minutes during that opening ceremony. And he said they were really pissed off about that and it unsettled them and they didn't want to do it. And I, yeah, I think the whole thing was got on top of them and maybe it was too much for them. But we did play well and, you know, as I say, we ticked it off, which was important. And so we've turned, Simon, have we turned the corner now? Because that was off the back of a horrid run. Yeah, well, I think actually that that result was testament to Pochettino and his desire to sort of change the the mentality of the team, but also of each and every one of us. Because I'm like you, I went into it fully expecting a 1-0 home defeat. You know, Townsend up after 79 minutes (laughs) and you just have to avoid all things football for the next week. 
but we actually don't really do that anymore. We have control, like we play a very controlled game, and there's it's sort of weird watching it because you certainly I now generally feel confident that a goal will come, hmm. and yeah, when we you know hopefully we'll smash Huddersfield next week and we really will have turned the corner. Well, we'll more about that later. But you're right. We there is a the sort of panic among the side has gone now and we feel because the, 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 the really good teams do score late on and we, we've become a team that, that is able to, to hold its nerve uh, until towards the end of the game um, the, the, one of the interesting things that came out of that though that I, I want to discuss and we'll be a bit more of a talking about the, we, the game was a, it was, a, was a good game the stadium is wonderful I think people have spoken about the stadium ad nauseum we know it's nice we know the beer's cheap-ish. Uh, and we know it still takes four and a half hours to get home, yep. irrespective. I, I, a friend of mine actually gave me a really good tip, uh, my painter and decorator, who doesn't listen to this, but if you, do, if you are listening, Dave, uh, Dave from the, uh, the, the Brown Eagle, he, he drinks the Brown Eagle, he's, he's done some decorating for me. He's a nice guy. He's, got, he's such a big spurs fan, he's got a dog called Ledley. Nice. Uh, a little Springer Spaniel called Ledley. I'm not going to talk any more about Dave. <laughs> but uh, he was doing some painting in my uh, house last week. And um, his tip is for, for all the Spurs fans out there, is go to Silver Street. Apparently if you walk to Silver Street, it's quicker to get anywhere from Silver Street Station. Than, uh, yeah, so it's not just football. Well, that's ruined that then. It's T- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. TF. <laughs> that's fine. Well, that's, that is now yeah. they're all gonna, they'll all go to Silver Street and we can sneak in somewhere else. <laughs> Don't worry about it. We'll just walk to Seven Sisters like we always did. Um, the thing that, that happened after the game was once again, we got uh, Potch doing this. I mean, it wasn't a particularly cryptic clarion call, was it? It's talking about we're going to have got to think like a big club. What was he talking about, Kieran? You're trying to suggest that maybe he was saying we should spend like a big club. I, yeah. I don't know. You tell me. Oh. You tell me. Well, we have to spend now. I'm not, I'm not a, a, a big advocate of spending for spending's sake, but that squad now looks thin and tired to me, both of those things. And I think come this summer, there needs to be some serious movement, probably in and out. Oh. In and out? Yeah. I think Poch is a bit fussy, though. I know a lot of people... I point, think you're right. I think people mm. point... I'm not going to sit here and slag everyone off, but I think Levy should have spent some money in the past, but I also think Potts re- wants something really specific and it may not always be out there. Yeah, well, there's been rumours of him turning down, you know, uh, turning down players, but... Uh, I, I know football transfers are not that simple, but they may be so on football manager. I think <laughs> Even football manager, but right. not easy. Um, but for me, and I've said this to my mates ad nauseum and they're getting fed up with me saying it, when we sold Dembele, why we didn't get Tielemans on loan? Hmm. He went to Leicester with yes. great respect to Leicester. He was the per- literally the perfect yeah. replacement, just like a 20-something-year-old Moussa Dembele. I, I don't get it. But is it that Potts didn't want him on loan? Didn't, didn't want him and wanted why to see... Why wouldn't you take him for six months when but, we had a massive hole in our midfield? But then Potts would argue that he's got players that already know the system that he's going to, you know, Oliver we, Skip, for example. Well, that's, 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 the, that's the reason why we should have got him. Yeah. But Winks gets injured and we're one player, we've got no real ball player in there anymore. He's back now and he made a difference even when he came on against Palace, but I was stunned. As I say, it's not that easy. You can't just go and get a player, but I assume he would have come to Tottenham over there. There are areas where we're, we're clearly needing... We didn't replace Dembele, although you could argue he's irreplaceable. I've never seen a footballer like him, but... We need somebody in that position. Yeah. And uh, fullbacks, I think, our fullbacks, we, we used to have the two best fullbacks 
in the league a couple of seasons back. One of them's left, and the other one just isn't the man he used to be. So, mm. but the interesting thing with the transfer, because you know, during the Jan- during the January window, you know, I'm there refreshing Twitter, looking for like, you know, are we going to sign anyone? And you get particularly there's sort of Barcelona seem to have an entire second squad of out of favour players. I definitely, if you'd have given me the option to take Denis Suarez on loan, I would have gone, yeah, do it. Having seen Denis Suarez play like 10 minutes for Arsenal, you go, I'm really glad we didn't waste any money on him because he doesn't look up to it. Mm. And that's the thing is you almost don't know until... That's why I'd be interested to see if we go for Andre Gomez next season because he's looked good for Everton. You know, well you need, the Premier League... I never used to buy into the whole well, Premier League's you know, much harder than everywhere else, but... I think there is something to be said for just the sheer physicality of it. And Suarez is an example. He just can't cut it. Well, is there, is there an argument to say that there are certain players out there like Andre Gomez, you could also, sort of James Madison at Leicester as well, mm-hmm. that are looking at the likes of Everton and Leicester as stepping stone clubs. And rather than Spurs go in there, when we, when we know that what Levy wants is value in the transfer market, because there isn't a huge amount of money to, to, to spend around, we can't now go and knock out 150 million on four players and two of them might come good it's like we're kind of letting other, letting other, play, other teams try, try these players for us and it might mean that we have to spend a little bit more money but that's to the get thing them. how much more money I don't know if we're going to spend the like 50 million that it takes to get James Madison out of Leicester now but we're going to get some money from Christian Eriksen because we that's pretty much a Done. Done yeah, he's, 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 he's on his way. He looks like he's checked out, doesn't he? Yeah. The last few games, he doesn't look like his heart's in it. I think we need to go back to young. We look a little bit older, a little bit, you said it, a little bit more tired. Yeah. Mm. I think we just need to go back to young, English, British, whatever, hungry footballers. There's like, a lot of them knocking around in the AFL at the moment. There's a lot of really good players. Yeah. What's Jared Bowen like? I asked a whole fan about him the other day. Not, I was, don't think he's quick enough from what I've seen. He looks... He looks chunky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but there's people like Grealish. There's yeah. a couple of lads at Norwich that look mm, shit hot. Yeah. I think yeah, if, Villa, if Villa don't go up, Duke Grealish will come. But I think Villa... I've, he I've, looks Spurs, doesn't he? He does look Spurs, mm. but yeah. he also loves Villa. I think if Villa come up, he'll stay. Because also their financial situation would have been... We could promise him that... Um, None of our fans would attack him. <laughs> yeah. This is this is true. Yeah, but what about the Arsenal fans? Well, uh, yeah, we probably couldn't promise him that. He's probably got too many. If he comes yeah. to Spurs, there's too many derbies for him to go. <laughs> uh, Sessegnon might be yeah. a goer now. Yeah. There's a there's a good example. There's a player who tore it up in the Championship and comes up to the Premier League and didn't make it mark at Which all. Didn't play him though, did they? Really? Not how he was supposed to be played anyway. But anyway. That, so, so if we're going to sign one player, who are you going to want us to sign? If we could have anybody out there that's available to us, who are you going to go for? Well, I'm Nick Johnny's suggestion to go for Telemans. Telemans? Yeah. Or if he's, if he's having Telemans, I would, I'd take Madison. I think he's a good player. I'd join you on Madison. And so yourself. basically just ripping Leicester apart. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'd like uh, a really, obs- like... I'd like one of those beastie midfielders that I haven't heard of yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's us being nice, like nicely, <laughs> nicely top, top six arrogant thinking we're yeah. just going to pluck a couple yeah. of players from Leicester City. Um, I like how you said top six and not top, top six. four. Well, well, look, oh, it would be too arrogant for me to say top right, four, but let's yeah. face it, top three club, Tottenham Hotspur, that's who we are. Now, the league, 
is a competition that we've done fairly well in over the last few seasons. Uh, would that be fair yeah, to say? I we've think, been yeah, punched above top, our weight. top six yeah. punching above our weight. Mm. But Kieran, you've got a bugbear. I have, the uh, FA Cup. A, 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 a competition we are not punching above Jealous our this weekend I was. Jealous of, not of Man City fans, but are jealous of Brighton fans, Wolves fans and Watford fans. They're all experienced FA Cup semi-finals. Now we've experienced quite a few FA Cup semi-finals. Wolves are now going to be, I just did the math before I came in, sorry, I said Wolves again, Watford are going to be the 21st club to appear on in an FA Cup final since we were last in there. 21 clubs. Now, okay, Chelsea, Man United, Arsenal, Liverpool, Man City, you'd expect all of those, but looking at the list, Portsmouth have been there twice, Villa have been there twice, Wigan, Hull, Cardiff, Millwall. <laughs> it's ridiculous That's the things that have been in the Cup final since we've been there. And it's just, come on, let's get back in the FA Cup again. When we won it in 91, we became the joint yeah. leading winners of the t- trophy with Manchester United. Is that right? Yeah. And now we're Miles fifth or sixth yeah. or something. Yeah, it's yeah. just crazy. The problem being, though, if we now get to an FA Cup semi-final or final, we've got to go back to yeah. Wembley again. <laughs> <laughs> None of us yeah. want that. No, no I, I, went back, that yeah. I went back on Thursday for something. Well, for old times, so. <laughs> no, yeah. did you miss it that yeah, much? That, I was like, fucking hell, I'm back again. <laughs> I thought I'd got rid of this. <laughs> yeah. I remember the Leicester game last season, the 5-4 victory, and we were all so happy that we were not going to be coming back to Wembley. And then... When you go to Spurs now, and you look at it, and you think, this was never going to be ready for September. When he said it was going to be ready for that Liverpool game in September. How? Hmm. Uh, there was, you see the pictures, and you see what it is now. I, but that was surely... The, I mean, that was, let's not be cynical, but let's be cynical. That was just to sell the season tickets, wasn't Possibly. it? Possibly. Yeah. to get them. I do yeah. remember looking at a lot of the pictures and thinking, because I'm doing some building work to my own house at the moment, and I remember thinking... Do you need a painter and decorate? And one who knows his way around the rail system yeah. as well. <laughs> it's a tip, he's decent. Yeah. Go to the Brown Eagle, <laughs> yeah. opposite the ground, <laughs> sitting in the, not have the, a mobile. the leather seats in the windows. <laughs> right. A fellow called Dave is he's, he's, he's a good lad. I'll go and find him. Yeah. But I did look at the photos and I thought, wow, they must, they must do a lot of work in the last like two weeks because this does not look anywhere near ready. Mm. And then, of course, it wasn't ready. No, it wasn't anywhere near ready. <laughs> no. it was, uh, but it's, it's here now and it's worth it. So, um, so, so back to the FA Cup. What, what's, what's the answer? Because we, at the moment, our squad, we've got a manager that wants to prioritise the, you know, wants to think like a big club, yeah. prioritise the, the league and the Champions League. Uh, we're punching well above our weight in both those competitions. A, a fixture pile-up. I mean, with this squad at the moment, if we'd had an FA Cup semi-final mm. this weekend, we'd probably be bemoaning that, thinking, "Oh God, it's another fixture we don't need. We could do with a week off before before playing Manchester City." Well, also, um, we would have lost to either Watford or Wolves. Yeah, okay. <laughs> we would have lost there, to yeah, our, or, that's or what we Brighton, do. God forbid, as well. <laughs> we lose semi-finals. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so, so there, there you go. Maybe, maybe Kieran. Maybe the FA Cup's just no longer for us. Well, I want that to change. <laughs> I'd, gi- I'd give up a run in the Champions League for a win in the FA Cup. Would you? Yeah. What, Not for a run in the FA Cup, for winning the for FA winning Cup. For winning the yeah, FA yeah. Cup. So, yeah. uh, but a run in the Champions League, you, you'd eschew the, uh, the knockout stages and, and say, well... Let's... It's in you'd finish fifth and win the FA Cup. <sighs> that does us so no loaded, favours. No. no, that does us no favours. No. So I d- I... The problem with finishing fifth is that probably means Arsenal finish in the top four, and I don't want that. So, no. just it's all it's a, it's a minefield. The trophy yeah. I want is the League Cup because it, you get it out of the way early. Yeah, it's early in the season. You, you can win it. You can walk around with it. It's got three handles, so it's a bit weird. <laughs> yeah, good. Uh, yeah. And and then you can you know the what what has he won 
comment that Pochett always gets is though he's won the League Cup for now, uh, and then we can you know we can we can we could at least have that that winning also, winning feeling. The, the the list of you know teams you read out that's that's the other side of the coin, isn't it? Because the fact that Millwall have got to an FA Cup final tells you what a ten point sort of pony waste of time it yeah, is. Yeah, possibly. They didn't yeah. win the FA Cup, did they? They just got to the final. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Look at these teams. teams look at these teams. Where are Wigan now? Where are Sunderland now? Where are, where are Manchester City now? Yeah. Where are, these where are Chelsea, Manchester Where are Liverpool Arsenal, now? Liverpool, these, t- yeah. these two big clubs. Yeah. I mean, there's, a, there's an argument for both sides, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's the size of the club or the ambition of the club. Uh, at the moment, I get you can understand why the League Cup and the FA Cup play second and third fiddle in. When we, play, when we got knocked out of the Cup by Palace, um, I understood why he chose, because he put quite a weak team out. Skip played, to bring his name up again. Um, and when we got knocked out, I thought, well, fair enough. But then when I saw the draw and who was left in it, I was thinking, shit, we just made that little bit of effort. We but, could have won it. We yeah. could have done it. But we're going we're gonna, to uh, have a short break now, and then we're going to return and discuss uh, Champions League. So, uh, so back in a mo. The Spurs show is backed for the season by Ladbrooks. And we're back, everyone. Welcome back. Uh, just a little bit of admin before we, we move on into part two. Um, the Spurs show season ticket, uh, they're still available. It's worth, worth joining us at the Spurs show. In the Spurs show family, you can join now at season.spurshownet for just £10 a month. And you get two tickets for each monthly event. The Spurs show live events, they happen every month. Uh, the next show is on April the 30th, Champions League semi-final permitting uh, and that will be with Phil Beal so let's face it we all hope that gets cancelled um, and then we also have the, the, the end of season spectacular well we do don't we yeah. we're at the end of season uh, spectacular even Phil Club. hopes that yeah, exactly. even, exactly, even Phil hopes it as well uh, the, on May the 14th the, the end of season show at the 100 Club um, look out for that special guests very special guests to be announced um, also this season we've teamed up with Ladbrokes and we'll be bringing you plenty of specials. So uh, go to bet.spurshow for uh, all, all of your specials there. You can also download the Ladbrokes app and play one, two, three. A free game where you have to predict three correct Premier League scores. Get all three right and win 100 quid. Get just one right and get a free £2 bet and two correct for a free £5 bet. Terms and conditions apply. And also for additional premium Spurs show content, including a daily Spurs uh, news show, match reports, interviews with ex-players and much more, sign up at patreon.com forward slash Spurs show. Do that. It's good. Uh, it's, there's, there's lots of really good content on there uh, coming up, uh, available actually at the moment. We've got revealing interviews with Don McAllister, Ian Walker, Jimmy Holmes, John Duncan, Mike Varney, who used to live next door to my auntie Pam. Uh, <laughs> he did. Uh, Colin Lee, Eric Torsvet, uh, John Duncan, Alfie Conn and Pat Vanden Howe. Uh, plus a series on every Spurs manager and new material being added weekly. Why not try it for a month? Do it. It's worth it. Right. Gentlemen, the big one. Uh, we're recording this on a Monday, so it's tomorrow night. Manchester City. Um, we've got them three times. Yeah. 
coming up over the next couple of weeks, surely in 270 minutes of football, some of that is going to be ours. Who is going to, who is going to make a bold prediction on this one? Do we, do we stand a chance here? Do we stand a chance? Do you, do you want me to... <laughs> I want you to tell us how we're going to get past Manchester City. How boldly City. do you want me to say Man City are going to win? Be bold, Simon. I just can't see it happening. I really? just think they're too, they're too good, part, partly because, you know, they're financially doping. And, uh, partly because of that. Well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, but Guardiola is an yeah. amazing coach. Yeah, but they wouldn't but, have him without the money. So, you know, well, it's yeah, all about the money. That's totally true. Yeah. Uh, I, I actually find I, they make me hate football. I find them totally boring and dull. But they will beat us. Yeah, it's exactly the same as Chelsea. Everything they achieve in inverted commas is utterly worthless. But unfortunately, they're between us and the semi-final of the Champions League. Do you remember when they were like a in inverted commas a proper club? Yeah, and we used to beat them all the time. Yeah, like City would just eat just six. We points had the Indian sign over yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think we can. They keep scoring early, Man City, and they will come and fly at us. And if we can be solid, I reckon we can beat them at home. And I'm a pessimist, by the way. I reckon we can beat them at home, but I'm not convinced we'll knock them out. I mean, there is a. I mean, Kevin and Roy were saying that, you know, that they don't care. Man City don't care about the stadium. They don't care about the, the new atmosphere, the, yeah. the new stadium and the atmosphere it's going to. Yeah, but we do, because, so that helps. But that, well, this is the thing. This, yeah. it, do you think this, the, that we care and that the atmosphere at the stadium might lift? our team and give us the, ten, the extra but, sort of five ten percent that we need to to come out maybe come out of traps against them I hated Wembley but actually 80,000 in the Champions League nights were actually decent like yeah. the Barcelona Real Madrid Dortmund yeah. and oh, that yeah. kind of helped I think yeah. the good atmospheres at Wembley were a positive but it'll be nothing like a good atmosphere at the new stadium so it will lift us but we've just got to be smart and clever and not do anything well, stupid the interesting thing I thought on Wednesday against Palace was that Actually, after all the kind of, you know, excitement and energy, there was an element to which you sort of five, ten minutes in, you just went, oh, yes, this is just a football game with Mm. 22 players. And if Man City do score early, you know, that will just burst that balloon <laughs> pretty and I think it'll actually be even more deflating because it's I, I disagree to be actually I think the crowd will just be on will be it's kind of a free hit uh, we're not expected to get through we're not expected to win a Champions League and I think if we go one down the crowd the crowd will stay on the team side yeah well I hope so and there's an awful yeah. lot of, there's an awful lot of pressure on City because the, they've they've made this Champions League kind of a holy grail for them despite yeah, the fact true. they've only been competing in it for the last sort of seven, eight years. Um, and they're going for this this quadruple and they've also got, they've got us three times over the next, the next few weeks. We've got a very thin squad. We can pretty much predict the starting 11 and the way we're going to play for the next three games because we, we, we're limited. Now, Manchester City... <laughs> Is there, is there a propensity perhaps with Guardiola in these semi-finals and these knockout stages? I've kind of looked at his record. He does have a little bit of a record since 2011 to kind of slightly overthink things, mm. particularly when he's, when he's under this, this amount of pressure. Is there, a, is there an argument that, that we could get through on maybe Man City doing something a little bit off the wall like they did against Liverpool last year? We're in a very much a similar position to Liverpool. Yeah, that, that's true. I mean, it's, it's not impossible. It just It's so unlikely to the point that... There's not really much point in banging on about it. I wonder it. if it's... Because I feel like Pochettino has tried to make us play a little bit more counter-attacking this season, and partly due to a lack of control in midfield. And Well, think of our best performances this season. They were 
um, for me, League Cup against Arsenal, yeah. counter-attacking, two amazing goals. Ali's chip for the second. Oh, my God, it was amazing. And then the away leg at Dortmund. Yeah. It's, even to describe that even as counter-attacking is sort of glorified a little bit because we maybe had four attacks over the course of the 90 <laughs> minutes. But it was a brilliant team performance and ended up with a 4-0 win against... Probably not as good a team as City, but certainly a better team than us. But, but also going back to last over. season, the, the, the Real Madrid and Dortmund games last season, when in, in the group stages, we let them have an awful lot of the ball. Because mm. particularly the Dortmund game, I remember First watching half, it thinking yeah, we yeah. were getting absolutely torn apart. And then it turned out it was actually his, it was, it was his plan all along. Yeah. So we could, we could certainly, well, probably we'll end up doing this against Manchester City, not seeing very much of the ball. And we've got, we've got four players up top that if they are unsung, they can hurt yeah. them. But... Probably. We should, and we should have drawn at home this season in the, at Wembley. Oh, shouldn't we? Eric Lamella's miss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's one of those. It, you just, you can tell Pochettino gets like when he gets riled up. It's because we're not, we don't go for the, you know, the killer yeah. blow. We're not cl- clinical. Listen, they're always getting if, all optimistic. Yeah, yeah. Is this the first big? home knockout European game I know we had Real Madrid and Milan to be fair but Madrid we were out of it Milan when, do you remember when we played Sevilla and everybody was bang up for it and then yeah. we, everyone got to the ground early and the yeah, pubs were full yeah. and we were 2-0 down after about yeah. six minutes yeah. um, I just hope it doesn't go that way I also think it's a shame we're playing City in the first European night it'd be great to have had a proper yeah it's not proper European if it's another English team is it Barca, Juve even no. Ajax it would have been mm. great to have had Juve in this draw just because well of the next season well no next semi-final. round next we're going to get him in the semi-final yeah, yeah. Yeah. I will be there with Phil Beal <laughs> we'll be we'll be <laughs> Phil. We'll, we'll get you he was looking forward to the night out <laughs> he's like me he doesn't get many invites <laughs> so well alright so let's, let's get a prediction then uh, for, for tomorrow night come on Kieran I don't know. We'll win it 1-0. How about that? Yes. I don't, I don't, I, I don't believe that, but wouldn't that be amazing? Yes. Yeah. I'm think, liking that. I think we'll win 2-1. 2-1? Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. 2-1's a disaster. They've got an away goal. Yeah, okay. That's what yeah. I think they're going to win the tie. <laughs> Simon, have we, have we, we brought you round to the optimistic way of thinking? You, you've made me so optimistic that I'm going to go for a 1-1. <laughs> oh, that's good. For, because when we started, we were, we were 4-0 down by <laughs> half time. So that's not bad. Uh, I am going to go for... I'm going to be realistic about this and go for a 2-1 win to Spurs. <laughs> good that you're realistic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> City will get a late away goal. That's yeah. that's that's how that's how it'll be. But anyway, uh, we we cannot we cannot uh, wrap this show up without talking about the other massive game this week, which is of course uh, Huddersfield. Mm. Yes. on Saturday, uh, Huddersfield, which weirdly uh, sold out quicker than the Man City game. Cheaper, probably. Yeah, cheaper. <laughs> yeah. I, th- I think people just. I think people just thought there's no chance of getting a, city, a, a Man City ticket. That is, didn't bother going online. Well, Huddersfield, yeah. Huddersfield is okay. We should beat them. Hopefully, we will beat them. They've got nothing to play for. They're not very good. Mm. We're at home. We'll probably have something similar to what we had against Palace and what we had prior to that against Newcastle, where they'll come to our place and not try to win. Which and we find it very difficult. We're not alone in this. Every team finds it very difficult to break down an opposition that's put 11 men behind the ball. Um, it should be easier against Huddersfield than it was against either uh, Palace or Newcastle. And we got past both of them. It took us a long time, but we eventually did. But what I think is really interesting is because we're playing really early on a Saturday and Chelsea then have Liverpool that weekend. 
and the Gooners have Watford away, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if we can get the three points there, we get that little bit of buffer, and then there's two relatively difficult games for two of the three people who are chasing us at the moment. Mm. That whole race for seventh that's going on at the moment is really working in our favour because it's there's four teams on more or less the same points. Yeah. Everton, Everton Watford, and Wolves and Leicester. Yeah. All seem to be, and all playing... And Arsenal yeah. are playing all of them away. Of them, they Chelsea just, have got them as well. Yeah, so they, and all of those. So those four teams in other seasons at this point would be on the beach. Watford certainly would be. Yeah, they famously used to get jump onto the beach as soon as they got forty points. But yeah, I could work year, out whether them winning the semi was good or actually bad. makes no difference because you don't get a, a European place for losing the FA Cup final anymore. So seventh is the place now. They all want seventh because they've all got a sniff of Europe. And Europe is really important. Maybe not so much to Everton, but to the other three. They re- it's really important that they get, get into Europe. So, so it's re- that should really work in our favour. We've also got a very good run of home games as well. Yes, exactly. And, yeah. and Bournemouth away, which, you know, Bournemouth yeah. are that... The... We've lo- not lost a while lane for, what, three years? <laughs> it's, been, it's been a long... We've been unbeaten. Let's, very good. And, and that's going to continue against that's City as well. So we mental have, optimism. We, we haven't lost yeah. a while lane for yeah. three years. And, you know, as we all know... Bournemouth are a team that managed to lose every week and still managed to stay. That's oh, amazing, isn't yeah. it? That's the strangest. So if we, if we lose our league game to City and win the rest of our league games, yeah, we should fine. keep top four. Yeah. We should. And it also means we beat West Ham along the way. So, uh, so I, I, I'm confident we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna keep it the top four. So let's have a prediction for the Huddersfield game. Simon, you're going for another 1-1? Yeah, he's going 2-1 on Huddersfield. 2-1 <laughs> Huddersfield. No, I'm going to be hopeful that actually we get the early goal that opens it up and then we'll we'll take a comfortable 3-0 victory alright comfortable 3-0 I was going to say 3-0 as well yeah me too yeah. genuinely a hat trick we are going to lose 1-0 yeah. a hat trick oh. that's, that's it I, I, I uh, work with a Huddersfield fan who has reliably told me that we will absolutely yeah, crush they Huddersfield are, yeah. and they're, they're, they're yeah. bereft of all confidence and ability yeah. uh, so I'm going to I'm going to make it a full house and that is uh, that is four three nil wins. Amazing against us. So really, we, this they yeah, shouldn't this, even we, bother playing the game now. <laughs> really, there's no point. And uh, let's let's get a little prediction. We're going to finish top four, Kieran. Cautiously optimistic. Cautiously, yes. optimistic. cautiously optimistic. Who's going to join us? We're <sighs> assuming Liverpool and Man United. Uh, well, let's Liverpool. let's let's take yeah. City and Liverpool as being the top two. Yeah. I don't care if we come third or fourth. By the way, as long as we're yeah. in the top four, I don't. Give a flying fuck. Um, What's the situation though with the uh, Euro, like Champions League and Europa League? If you finish fourth and the two teams below you win their tournaments, Europa League and Champions League, then fourth wouldn't go in. Yeah, but they'd but both that's, United, so Man, United, yeah. and Chelsea or Arsenal would have to win. Yeah, but the Champions that, that League and, United, the, and, and the Europa Champions League. League. Yeah, they're going to lose to okay, Barcelona. Right. Let's not worry about yeah, any of that nonsense. No. So who do? Who would? I, well, obviously, I'd prefer for Manchester United to be in the top four because that would mean Arsenal and Chelsea weren't. Yeah. I, I don't like any of those three teams, but that's <laughs> the evil of three lessers, isn't it? Manchester United. They are. It, it's all. It's awful when you are saying a sentence that involves Man United being the lesser of three evils. Yes. Yes. Uh, but I guess that's what also means that yeah, that City. <laughs> Best of all, though, is because when uh, it was last weekend when we lost and the Gooners won, then uh, as far as they were concerned, the season was over, wasn't it? They were ahead of us and it was all done and dusted. So. Yeah, they were on the beach. They're a horrible bunch, aren't they? They really are. Oh, they, they are. Smug, arrogant bastards. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, shouldn't. 
We can edit that bit out, can't we? No, no, we'll, we'll, we'll probably, uh, that, probably that could be, be that could be the title of the show, to be fair. Smug, arrogant bastards. No, I, I think Ask for Dave should be the title of the show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we're going we're gonna to wrap up uh, this episode of the Spurs show. Uh, any other business anyone likes to bring to the table? Simon? Uh, got, got nothing to sell, no? Uh, watch this country on iPlayer. There you go. Oh, yeah, that's, that's worth doing. It's very, very it's good, good show. I would say oh, watch this much. country on iPlayer. Be, yeah. <laughs> oh, thanks, yeah. guys. <laughs> and, uh, John? Um, no, nothing. Nothing, nothing at all. Add, no. Nothing to add. No. Kieran? Anything else you want to... You Come on, you Spurs. Come oh, on, that, you Spurs. Yeah, All right, well, that's it, uh, everybody. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, like I say, just want to clarify, as yet, the Phil Bill special hasn't been cancelled. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but no offence, Phil, if you're listening, we all hope that it is. Uh, everybody, thanks for listening to the Spurs show. Uh, enjoy the Champions League tomorrow. Uh, we'll be back next week with some people. Who knows? I have, I have no idea who they are, but I'm sure they'll be very nice and, uh, and as much fun and as much knowledge and optimism as we have brought <laughs> to proceedings this week. Uh, suffice for me to say, thank you, Kieran. Cheers. Thank you, Johnny. Thank you. Thank you, Simon. Thank you. And come on, you Spurs. See you next week. This day, January the 22nd, 2008, having drawn the first leg on one all day, the January the 20th, 1951, on this day, Top January the 14th, 1978, a jump on this day, January the 17th, 1968, Martin Chivers makes his debut for If you're interested in the history, landmarks and great achievements of the football club we hold dear, your love on this day. And White Hart Lane erupts. Jimmy Greaves equalises on the stroke of half-time. Aaron Lennon scores a fourth. Tottenham embark on a 19-game unbeaten run. On this day, a daily mini-series dedicated exclusively to memorialise great Spurs days gone by. Exclusively available at patreon.com slash Spurs show. Patreon.com slash Spurs slash Spurs slash Jimmy Greaves equalises on the stroke of half-time. John Pratt Brace at a concert. January the 17th, 1968. Patreon.com slash Spursh slash Spursh slash Spursh. Aaron Lennon scores a fourth. Tottenham embark on a 19-game unbeaten run. 1951, Martin Chivers makes his debut for Spurs. Top of the league and White Hart Lane a run. 1978, 2008. 1951, 1968. Patreon.com slash Spurs. The Spurs Show is backed for the season by Ladbrooks. This is a playback media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at spurshow.net. 
Sports Social Podcast Network.